0: Today, on the Ranting Weight Watcher, self-sabotage, what it does to our journey and what the heck can we do to avoid it. Friday, you have reached episode 16 of the Ranting Weight Watcher. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. I think I wrote a nice one. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening to me on allows you to rate the show, please give a four star, five star rating, whatever's in your heart to give. Aren't you glad it's Friday? I know I am. We are uh, just a couple of weeks to Christmas here. Time flies, man. Time flies. It is uh it feels like I just finished decorating. And uh now it, it feels like it's almost over already. I always go through this in my mind, you know. It's like you I spend all this time hurry up, hurry up and get decorated so that on Thanksgiving night you can unveil the Christmas decorations after the meal. And then Thanksgiving is over, you do the unveiling, and then it feels like the next month just flies by. And before you know it, it's December 26th, it's all over, the wrapping paper's in the garbage, now it's time to take it all down. (laughs) And I hate taking down Christmas decorations. I go through this mini depression when it's time to put it all away. But let's get into it. Journey Updates. Okay, guys, this was a good week for me. Uh, I lost four pounds this week. My total lost since January 2019 is 108.8. The total holiday pounds gain remaining to lose is 1.2 pounds. My total pounds to get to 277 Is 9.8. For those of you who don't understand. You're new here. I have a goal. A small goal to get to 277. Because that's the weight. When I first started. I was when I first started dating my wife. It's also the lowest weight I achieved. After the gastric bypass surgery. Before I started gaining the weight back again. And I would like to get back there. And then push beyond that. My. My. Pounds to get to the next WW milestone, which is minus 25. I'm sorry, minus 125 milestone is 16.2 pounds. And finally, my major goal was to lose 200 pounds. The total remaining pounds to lose to get to 200 pounds lost is 91.2 pounds. So we just keep trucking along. And that's all I can do, right? It is what we keep pushing for. And hopefully now next week, I keep doing what I'm doing. And next week, the holiday gain will be gone and maybe a little more. So then I'll feel right back on track. Whenever I have a gain in the midst of my journey, it always feels like, okay, now I'm underwater, right? And losing the gain just gets my head above water so I can breathe again and then to continue beyond it. So I'm still underwater, 1.2 pounds left, but I'll get there. I'll get there and hopefully a little more next Friday and next Saturday when I weigh in. Now on to today's topic, self-sabotage, how it affects our journey and what can we do. To avoid it. In my analysis of self-sabotage. How it's affected me. I've come to the conclusion that. There are two different kinds of self-sabotage. And the first kind. Is going to be frustration based. Self-sabotage. Now. There's a certain mindset where this occurs. If you are of what I call the weight loss mindset. Now I had talked about this. In, uh, in previous episodes, the weight loss mindset is someone in it's a results based mi- mindset. Okay. So as long as you're getting results, you're all in. All the chips are on the table. But the minute things get tough, you're ready to leave. You're ready to be done. Right. The idea going through the person's mind when they're in that frustration. Because they're not getting the results they think they deserve. Is you know what? Forget it all. I'm sitting here weighing, measuring, counting points. Not eating the things I really want to eat. And it's still not going down. So you know what? I'm going to eat whatever I want. That is the frustration based self-sabotage. The other self-sabotage is going to be success-based. Now this, in my mind, is more dangerous than the frustration-based. Because this sneaks up on you. Success-based is like, oh man, I'm doing pretty good here. So what if I have an extra slice of pizza? So what if I have that piece of chocolate cake That I know I don't have the points for. It's okay. We won't track it. We'll just eat it. It's not going to hurt anybody. You already lost so much weight. Take a look at you. You look great. This. This mindset. Is dangerous. Dangerous. We're going to talk a little bit more about these two mindsets. We're going to talk about how they have affected my journey. But we're going to do it after the break. So stick with me. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Donato Russo, and I am the Ranting Weight Watcher. I would love it if we can connect on social media. If you're on Facebook and Instagram, look me up, at the Ranting Weight Watcher. If you're on Twitter, at the Ranting WW. If you're already on Weight Watchers and you want to connect in the Connect app, Search for at Ranting Weight Watcher. If you'd like to email the show, share your successes, share your failures, share your story in general, send me an email at therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. Most of all, if you're enjoying the show, please like it, share it, comment, and subscribe. Now, back to the show and we are back thanks for sticking with me so today we're talking about self sabotage and how i i kind of think there are two different kinds of self sabotage and the first one i touched on a little bit being frustration based now i don't i don't necessarily have a personal I mean, at least not one that I remember. I I know countless times I have been frustrated. I mean, this is not my first runaround with Weight Watchers or my first attempt at weight loss. Period. And I've had countless moments where I'm frustrated that the scale did not move. And I've had countless times where I have had the thought, you know what? Forget all of this. Forget the scale. You know what? I'm working hard and the scale's not moving, so I'm just going to do whatever I want. I, I mean, I've had the thought countless times, and I'm sure at some point in my past, I, you know, entertained it and turned on my, you know, turned backwards on my journey because of it. But I can't think of a specific story or example where I did it. And for, it's for that reason that I feel like this version of self-sabotage didn't plague my journey the way maybe it plagued some of yours. You know, I'm, I'm mostly a realist, right? So the first one is going to be, well, they're both really emotion-based, right? The first one is going to be out of anger, frustration. And it's when I'm, when I'm having, you know, I, I always have my moment of anger, I'm not going to tell you I never feel anger toward my journey when things aren't going the way I I want them to, but I just can't, I can't remember, I mean, from the beginning of this journey, this time, January 2019, I have not had a moment where I allowed it to allow me to quit, and that's what it boils down to, to get to the point where I say, you know what, forget it, I'm done. Maybe this is not for me. I I have not gotten to that point. It's always been, when I have these moments where the scale's not moving, my first inclination has always been to blame myself. What did I do wrong? What could I have done differently? And that's just the way I think about everything in my life. How did I, what did I do that made this situation go in the way that it's going? And that's just always been my way of dealing with anything that has gone wrong in my life. Anything, literally anything. Figure out a way where this is my fault. What did I do to contribute? What didn't I do to contribute? What did I do to stop it? You know, these are, this is the way I analyze issues in my life. So when something's out of frustration, I, I, it doesn't affect my journey as much as you know i'm sure other people out there it affects them greatly because they're so aggravated with trying to do the right thing and to see that it didn't work you know there there is way too many different emotions that go on in that moment so for me to take a step back and start to blame myself i don't know how many people do that i don't know how many people could stop the emotion long enough To start to think how to blame yourself for the situation. I'm sure there are others out there. I'm sure I'm not the only one. But there are other people that will find every way not to blame themselves just the same. And you know this is all part of the frustration based self-sabotage. It's not my fault. It's circumstance. It's uh, you know. Oh I, I just can't. I don't have the time. I don't have the. It's all you know never my fault, kind of a deal. I've heard it countless, countless times from many people. No time, no money, no willpower, w- w- whatever it is. And, you know, hey, w- what can you do, right? We're all given the, the, the hand. We're all playing poker here. We're all dealt a hand of cards. And we need to play it to the best of our ability, right? So now I'm going to talk a little bit about The one that has plagued my journey countless times over and over again and has except for this time in 2019 when I started now, it has stopped me dead cold and I feel by far, I mean this is just my opinion here, by far this is the more dangerous one. This success-based self-sabotage is by far the much more dangerous one of the two. And when I think back of how many times I have tried to lose weight, I could say, I could pinpoint the moment. It is like the moment where I hit a 20 pound loss mark. Okay. For whatever reason, I can drop 10. No one really notices. But when I hit that 20 pounds, 25 pounds, somewhere around there, all of a sudden people start to notice. And it's it's basically, I mean, you could set your watch by it. It's so, it has affected me so many times in my journey that when it came to this time, I knew it was approaching. And I physically told people that I knew were about to say what they were about to say. And I said, please, thank you, but don't, just keep it to yourself. Please keep it to yourself. I cannot hear this right now. I had to come against hearing compliments. I had to come against it. And you may think that's crazy, but I can't tell you how many times in my life, and I mean, I can list them for you here. Okay, I've tried Weight Watchers countless times, Slim Fast, Herbal Life. I had the gastric bypass surgery. I had the Mediterranean diet, the, <laughs> the, it, it, the uh, Atkins diet. All of them, all of them produced. Some sort of weight loss. What's the other one? (laughs) I want to say it's called the chicken soup diet or whatever. All you eat is chicken soup. Or the soup diet in general doesn't have to be chicken soup. Something like that. But every single one of these things cause some form of weight loss. The one thing I could honestly tell you I've never tried is intermittent fasting. And I have a bunch of problems with that. And I'm not even going to get into that. Because that's another episode altogether and I'm just going to let that go right now. But that's the one weight loss plan I've never tried and probably never will. So many times I would hit the 20 pound down mark and people would start complimenting me. People would start saying, oh, you look great. You look great. What are you doing? And this feels good. When people tell you you're looking good, what are you doing? Asking questions and, and everything like that. That's a good feeling. And when you don't hear these things, normally it does something to you mentally. It's almost like a, a feeling of being drunk in success, right? We get drunk in it. And it's like you're, you're in this giddy uh, fairyland and nothing can stop you. And suddenly you hear this little voice and it's a gentle voice. It's a happy voice. It's celebrating with you. Oh my God, you're doing so great. You're doing so wonderfully. What's the big deal if you go out to eat with the friends? Oh, we'll, we'll just call this a cheat night. And I do have cheat nights. I'm not going to tell you I don't. But it is about control more than it is about having a cheat night or not, right? So it may this voice convinces you it's okay to have a cheat night. And I'm not saying it's not okay to have one. What I'm saying is it's not, to have, it's not okay to have one four nights straight. And if you're not on guard, if, you, if you're sitting here relaxed because you're in cruise control mode, enjoying the success of some small amount of weight, 20 pounds. I mean, for other people, this is a big amount of weight. But for me at 395 pounds, 20 pounds is nothing because the big picture is I need to lose like uh, 200 pounds, 10 times that amount. So dropping 20 is just dropping 20. It's like, okay, next pound, keep going. There's no celebrations. But I would hit that celebration mode. And I would say, oh, it's okay to have a cheat night. It's okay to go out with everybody. It's okay to eat whatever you want one night a week. And then it would get looser. Oh, you know what? It's the weekend, a cheat weekend. Because there's two nights in a weekend. I mean, if you're a single person, you'd be three nights in a weekend. You go out to eat Friday, Saturday, and Sunday right i mean and even if you're not single you go out friday and saturday night and you eat and then sunday is uh oh let's go to a sports bar and watch the football games basketball games baseball games whatever it is there's something going on on a sunday where to give you the opportunity not to so now we we've gone from a 7 day 7 days of clean eating week after week after week to drop 20 pounds and now we're down to 4 just like that Just because of the feeling of success, we're down to four nights a week. And even then, on these nights where you're choosing, you're making good choices, you're still relaxed because now you're no longer measuring and weighing that food. Because you got this. You know what you're doing now. You dropped 20 pounds. You got this handled. There is no need to dirty measuring cups and spoons and everything else. So you have to wash them later. There is no need to pull out the 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 food scale that is buried underneath God knows whatever else that you have to pull all of those things out of the cabinet first before you get to the food scale because you got this. You know what eight ounces of chicken breast looks like or six ounces or whatever you choose to eat. You know what it looks like. There's no need. You lost 20 pounds. You're doing great at this. We must always be aware of our emotions. Now, half of you are listening to me. And you're thinking, he's totally right. I got to do this. And the other half, you're thinking... being kind of dramatic and it's to you that I'm saying it's not until it becomes this important to you it had to become this important to me to master these things to turn my journey from a circle into a downward slope Because the majority of us, unfortunately, our journeys have been a circle and they have been a circle way too long, way too long. And the only way, the only way to break out of that circle and turn it into a downward slope for the first time in your life, in this journey, is to take it this seriously. Finally, grasp the emotional aspect of this journey and realize how important it is. It is more important to master your mind and your emotions than it is for you to exercise and eat, make the right choices. Because you can exercise and eat right all you want. If every time you have an emotional breakthrough where something goes crazy in your life, you can't handle it and you pig out for five days what does it matter what you did before that what does it matter Grasp your emotions get serious and turn your journey from the circle it has been your entire life finally into that downward slope. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.